Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have awesome news for you. Our partners at Bet Online are getting it done, man. They are the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events. With first-to-market odds and lines, NFL, NHL, NBA, even golf, esports, and everything in between. Bet Online, get there today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and future uh, futures. And all you have to do is get on in the action, use our promo code, save some money, and place your first bet right now. Believe 50, that's B-L-E-A-V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. With Bet Online, where the game starts. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. The ML Sports Platter. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're brought to you by Bet Online, Stanley Law Offices, Welching Company Jewelers, and our great friends over at Camillus Golf Club. Go grab your membership right now for 2023 at Camillus Golf Club in and around Central New York. Travel around the great state of New York. You got to play Camillus. 18 holes of championship spectacular golf. The greens are always in awesome shape. You get some great views. Uh, and hey, grab some food and drink before, during, and after your round as well. Camillus Golf Club, the official golf course of the ML Sports Platter. And I want to throw a tip of the cap thank you as well out there to Jammin' Beats, our new ML Sports Platter sponsor. Hey, if you need a DJ for that private party, right, weddings, whatever the case might be, go to Jammin' Beats. Go find them on Facebook. My guy Jamie and his team are crushing it. All right, so I'm recording this um, the, the, the afternoon after the Bengals and Dolphins game. Uh, for Thursday Night Football, and I just wanted to kind of get into where these two teams go from here, and more specifically, really, where Tua Tonga Viola goes from here, right? Because that was the story of the game. That was why people were up in arms. Um, so, what if, I mean, I know most of you probably saw it, but we have to rewind to the week before, right? Because Tua was not there was no way that he cleared concussion protocol against the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, I've been getting hit on social media quite a bit here today by uh, trolls with, well, you know, it's up to the player. Well, until it's not, actually, okay? Do you realize that that's why, I mean, when League of Denial came out, the book and the movie and all these different things with the head injuries and, you know, suicides with, you know, the likes of Mike Webster and others, the NFL made rule changes. The NFL changed helmets in terms of the padding for some individuals. Uh, the NFL hired more doctors and more brain experts and many people in between to try to solve this whole thing. And if you honestly believe that Tua Tonga Viola cleared concussion protocol during that Bills game, 
you are really, really, really lost. I mean, there's just there's just no way that he that he cleared. And they said it was a back injury. I'm sorry, if you injure your back, even if it's upper back back next to your neck, you don't wobble around like crazy and then look like you're going to fall and pass out. You you just don't. So he quote unquote clears concussion protocol somehow, some way through the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. He goes back out there, first drive of the second half, he's in there the rest of the game. I was disgusted by that, and I was even more disgusted by the Thursday night game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Tua gets uh, tackled. I think Hendrickson tackled him, threw him to the ground. Maybe it was somebody else. Um, they threw him to the ground, and, you know, look, they they did not um, – I, I don't think, you know, there was no flag or anything like that. There was a flag the week before against Buffalo. That was not a penalty on Matt Milano. He simply pushed him, you know, but because the head went back and slammed to the turf, they somehow called that a penalty. Uh, Bills got screwed on a lot of calls in that game. Um, but anyway – I digress. The The Bengals game, he gets tackled. It doesn't look like the head is into the turf. It doesn't look like the back really, if it was the back in the first place, it didn't look like a hit where like he got slammed to the ground with just his back and that that would affect everything. His fingers and his hands were in absolutely ridiculous spots, uh, spots they shouldn't be in. They were up and around and dented and bended and it, it was it was it was ugly, right? It was really ugly, and so everything's going through your head, right? Like, you no, know, he should have been out there. Shouldn't have been out there last week. Uh, is he going to be okay? And listen, if you get two serious concussions in the matter of a week, okay, you can die. And if you don't want to take my word for it, take Chris Nowinski's word for it. Okay, if you don't know who Chris Nowinski is, he's a PhD. He's a founding CEO of Concussion LF, which is, um, you know, a really good group. Uh, he's a neuroscientist. He's an author, speaker, former WWE superstar. Okay, and his company, the Concussion Legacy Foundation, uh, they're fighting for a world without CT and concussion safety without compromise. And it's been a work in progress. But if you don't want to take it from me, okay, if you don't believe me, then take it from him. You know, take it from him in that all of his tweets during the game, I mean, they were, they, he was intense on Twitter and for good reason. He started out the thread by saying, if Tua takes a field tonight, it's a massive step back for concussion care in the NFL. If he has a second concussion that destroys this season or career, everyone involved will be sued and should lose their jobs, coaches included. We all saw it. Even they must know this isn't right. He proceeds to say this is a, dis a disaster. This was on the video uh, with, with Tua on the ground. Um. This is a disaster. Pray for Tua. Fire the medical staffs and coaches. I predicted this, and I hate that I am right. Two concussions in five days can kill someone. Um, and it was not Hendrickson who tackled him, by the way. Uh, this can end careers. How are we so stupid in 2022? Powerful tweet. Correct tweet. I mean, 
inexcusable, man. You know, like inexcusable. Just absolutely no reason for it. And let me see the number. Was it 58 in there? Let me rewatch. 68. Josh Tupo. I don't even know who he is. Uh, but he was the one who got the sack on two. It was a lone sack of the game for the Bengals. Um, you know, and he then quote tweeted his original tweet and said, I take no pleasure in being right. Pray for Tua. We saw this coming. Get angry. Get involved with concussion legacy uh, to make sure the NFL can't do this again. Uh, later on, Marcel Luis Jacques, who does a great job covering the Dolphins, um, did so uh, for ESPN, did, did cover the Bills previously. Um, he said extremely welcome news here regarding Tua. The Dolphins say he is conscious and has movement in all of his extremities. The reality is the NFL tries to make it like they care about, you know, the health of players, but they really don't. Because if they did, they would be absolutely positively getting right in the way. And and look, if the Dolphins medical people cleared them, you know, the NFL should have been in. I mean, the NFL is on the sidelines. The NFL is in the tunnel and they're everywhere. The league is all over every single game. They have representatives at every game, brain experts, medical people, you know, I mean, it's, it's an extra layer of it, and that's why they put it in there. But you can't possibly tell me that he cleared concussion protocol against the Bills, and even even just coming back, you know, in the Bills game was bad enough, right? But then starting this week, when he probably, you know what, didn't, wasn't even able to do that, you know? Something behind the scenes was going on to allow him to play. Maybe the Dolphins wanted to beat the Bills that bad that they threw in somebody and they didn't care about his health. And by the way, if you don't believe that the NFL doesn't care about player safety based on this only, then look at the addition of the 17th game in the regular season. Look at the NFL continue to hang on to the preseason. Right? We don't need a preseason. And if you want a preseason, we don't need any more than one game in the preseason. We really don't. Guys have proved that in the offseason workouts – the, the, the side coaching they get, working with their teammates, working in practice against, you know, the other side on their team, you don't need it. You don't need it. I'm telling you right now, you don't need the preseason. Guys are getting hurt all over the place. You don't need the 17th game in the, uh, in the regular season because that's just going to, uh, you know, create further injuries. And it's insane. It's just absolutely insane. Um, now, Tua was taken by ambulance to that Cincinnati area hospital. I mentioned that he had the movement and all the rest, head and neck injuries. He was later discharged from the hospital on Thursday and flew home with the team. NFL Network insider uh, Ian Rappaport said on Friday morning. So that's obviously good news, but Mike McDaniel, it just. It's a bad look for him, for the NFL, for Miami. Uh, he was quoted as saying that was an emotional move, moment that is not part of the deal that anyone signs up for, even though you know it's a possibility in football to have something that you have to get taken off on a stretcher, McDaniel said. All of his teammates and myself, we were all very concerned, so the best news that we could get is that everything's checked out, that he didn't have anything more serious than a concussion, and will be flying back with us here on the plane. Um, okay. So what? Like, does not make a lot of sense. And then McDaniel, who emphasized on Thursday that an independent specialist evaluated Tunga Viola 
uh, Sunday against the Bills, and, and he did nothing to fudge with protocol being followed. He continues to say that's why the NFL has these protocols, and there's not like every single NFL game that is played. There's an independent specialist and specializes in uh, specialty brain matter. So for me, as long as I'm coaching here, I'm not going to fudge that whole situation. If there's any sort of inclination that somebody has a concussion, they go into concussion protocol. It's very strict. People don't vary or stray. We don't mess with that. We never have as long as I've been head coach. So it'd never be an issue that you guys have to worry about. I mean, okay, as long as you've been head coach, okay, head coach of who, the Dolphins? You know? Head coach of the Dolphins, buddy, because you've been head coach for the Dolphins and a head coach for like four minutes. Okay? Four games. I mean, come on. So, I just, the quotes don't add up. Uh, Tua was wobbly. You could see it against the Bills. Something happened behind the scenes. I'm not convinced that he passed any kind of protocol. Then what happened in Cincinnati was an absolute disgrace. And, uh... You know, the NFL, I mean, look, we all love football. You love football. I love football. We all love football. But I just, I don't know, man. It just does not seem, it just it just does not seem right. You know, it really doesn't. And, you know, there were some other people um, who had noted some other things in regards to this, right? Um, you know, Nate Geary from WGR, who I've had on a bunch, you know, he said how were concussion protocols followed when the player wasn't diagnosed with a concussion in the first place? People are wondering. Um, you know, again, if they, that's, and that's a good point. I mean, you can quickly say, well, they just labeled it as a back issue. So did he even go through protocol? I mean, McDaniel tries to say that he did, but come on, something is obviously happening here. Uh, Nate points out, too, assuming the player is willing to report symptoms, the whole point of having an independent neurologist is seeing the visual signs of a head injury and not allowing the player to play. Even if he doesn't have immediate symptoms of a head injury, he's willing to limit. That's exactly right. That is spot on. So that was a scary deal. Hopefully Tua... Is okay, and and I, I don't know. Nobody, they're never going to learn learn their learn their lesson because at the end of the day, the NFL and all their teams and all of their white obnoxious owners are just all about making money. That's all they care about. Uh, as far as the two teams are concerned, uh, let's break that down here on the ML Sports Platter. Brought to you by Burn Dairy. Make sure you go gas up your vehicle today at Burn Dairy. We're also brought to you in part by our good friends over at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Ken's Auto Detailing. And Rosie's Corner. Get on over to Rosie's Corner if you're in and around Central New York. Route 11 in Brewton in front of the Brewton Bridge. Next week, baby, or this week, baby, they got Meatloaf Monday today. They've got Turkey Slop Tuesday tomorrow. They've got your Wednesday chicken and biscuits. And, of course, mac and cheese both Thursday and Friday. And, oh, by the way, with the fish on Friday, you get the mac and cheese, you get the coleslaw, you get the french fries. And they're at uh, a point now, too, where they're rolling out the chili. So uh, I was there last Friday. They were serving up the chili. And uh, you got to try that at Rosie's Corner as well. Meatball Bombers, Stuffed Shells, Classic Burgers, it's all there. Rosie's Corner, pizza wing combos for any occasion as well. Rosie's Corner is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. So as far as the Dolphins are concerned, I mean, this is a 3-0 team going into the game. And a team that, you know, came back against the Baltimore Ravens. It was a hell of a comeback. 
um, you know, beat the Bills. So they've beaten a couple of good teams, and they beat the New England Patriots in Week One. So they, you know, Mike McDaniel first three games, he beats Bill Belichick, he beats John Harbaugh, he beats Sean McDermott. Then they lose to Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati the week before had a get right game against the Jets. You know, they had that they had to win that game. Uh, they had to steer the ship. Cincinnati, no way they could, uh, you know, be uh, be one and three. Um, 0-3, rather, um, and, and you know, now Cincinnati uh, is in a, a really good spot because they're 2-2, two and two, you know. The world was ending at 0-2. They have a get-right game, and then they beat the Dolphins, uh, probably the darling of everybody's uh, NFL topics, um, you know, uh, after they beat Buffalo. And uh, Cincinnati just really, uh, you know, in this game, I, I think what was very, very true um, and, and really came to fruition for Cincinnati is they really wanted to run the football against this Dolphins team. They only had 67 yards. Joe Mixon had 24 carries for 61 and a touchdown. Joe Burrow threw it 31 times, but they were trying to really win a time of possession battle. Jamar Chase was taken out of the game for the first few quarters. I uh, really couldn't get going. I have him on my fantasy team, so thanks for nothing. Um, but Burrow went for 20 of 31 for 287 yards and two touchdowns. Um, had a fairly solid game. Uh, the Cincinnati rushing attack, again, was mixing and mixing only. Uh, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, they all got into the act a little bit for the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, you know what? If you're a Bengals fan, you have to be pretty happy because the defense also looked awesome. Um, the offensive line looked a little bit better. Boy, are there some holes in that line. But they looked a little bit better, and the defense was really suffocating. I mean, I thought, um, you know, between Tupo and um, – you know, a lot of the guys up front, uh, they were really good, filling holes, you know, clogging, clogging lanes. Sam Hubbard, uh, four total tackles, for th- and three were solo. Uh, Pratt was everywhere. Logan Wilson was everywhere. This defense got after it, and, um, you know, they got the sack, of course, and they picked off uh, two balls, uh, one each from Teddy Bridgewater and Tua Tungabiola. And I just thought that the, the Bengals really played a sound game, um, they only won by 12, but it felt like 30. And, uh, you know, really I thought even even at halftime at 14 to 12, it just didn't feel like Miami could get back and get in that thing. Um, you know, I know they took the lead in the third quarter, but then the Bengals just really had the fourth quarter that they needed, scoring 13 points and winning and really doing what I think we all thought that they would do uh, right from the beginning of the game, which was score touchdowns and um, you know win by double digits, and uh, you know take care of business. And now Cincinnati, the world is not ending for Cincinnati. Their offensive line is going to get better as the season goes on. They're still not acclimated with one another, and you have Joe Burrow. You have a high-powered offense. Uh, you're going to be fine. You got Higgins. You got Boyd. You got Chase. You got Mixon. You got Burrow. You're going to be good. Your defense is led by Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson, two bookend defensive ends. Your secondary is really good in Eli Apple and company. The Bengals will be fine. They're 2-2. Two and two. I did not pick them to make the playoffs this year, but, I mean, I'm saying that they'll be fine. I'm not saying they're going to go, you know, 4-13, and 13, you know. Goodness. I mean, that's what a lot of people, that's kind of how people act, you know, after week one and week two. Um, you know, in, in the fourth quarter, you know, the Bengals had, you know, some, some really, I mean, they had that nine-play, 74-yard drive, which was awesome, took up 540 the clock, the field goal. Uh, you know, drove down again, kicked another field goal, and then Hayden Hurst caught the pass from Joe Burrow, you know, and um, it's just a really, really, really important game for Cincinnati. 
because one and three looks a lot different than two and two. Uh, the Dolphins, meanwhile, are now three and one. And, you know, where do they go from here? Well, I, I mean, is Tua going to play this week? You know, I mean, is it, are, are they going to put him through more tests? Are they going to have, you know, a brain expert look at him? I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like nothing's going to be done because the Dolphins, you know, let him come back out against the Bills, let him play against Cincinnati, and then, you know, the constant jargon and BS that, you know, they keep feeding us with, I, I just don't. I mean, is Tua going to play? I mean, is he really going to go up against the New York Jets next week? I just, I don't know, man. This whole thing is ugly. It's wrong. Um, and I'm disgusted by it, man. I was so disgusted. Listen, I love football. But I was so disgusted that, uh, you know, I uh, I turned the channel. I just stopped watching because I just, I was so upset, so, so angry um, at what was going on. Uh, the Jets are the next opponent. That's a road game for Miami. Then they have Minnesota at home, Pittsburgh at home, at Detroit, at Chicago, Cleveland at home, home for Houston. That's part of the reason why I picked them to make the playoffs is because of schedule. At San Fran, at LA Chargers, at Buffalo, home for Green Bay. Certainly the toughest stretch of the year in early to mid to late December. Um, then you go at New England and, of course, the Jets at home to round things out. So, um, you know, the Dolphins could go on a little bit of a run here. Teddy Bridgewater is a very serviceable backup. Um, you know, they have explosive players in terms of Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. Uh, the Dolphins are a good football team. You know, they took away Stephon Diggs after that first drive by Buffalo. Uh, the Dolphins' corners did a hell of a job also against Jamar Chase in this game. I mean, Chase had four catches for uh, 81 yards, but, you know, a lot of his damage came late. Um you know, the Dolphins are, are a team that uh, I think is going to make the playoffs. Uh, and, you know, they've got major offensive weapons. They're awfully hard to slow down. Uh, you know, Raheem Mostart runs really hard. They've got Tyree Kill. They have Jalen Waddell. This Sherfield dude seems pretty solid. Mike Gusecki's in there. Um, you know, and, and like I said, defensively, they're, they're bringing it. Um, I do think that they're kind of a dirty team. Um, you know, Xavier Howard was, was in and then out and in and then out, you know, week one and week two. Um, you know, so I, it's been a hard, uh, or excuse me, week three and four is what I meant to say. Um, so against the bills and the Bengals respectively. So it's, um, uh, you know, it's a very doable season for both of these teams. Um, very doable to make the playoffs. Um, two and two, the Bengals are back in a little bit of a driver's seat. Obviously, the next game is really, really hard. They have to go at Baltimore for a Sunday night game on NBC. Uh, then at New Orleans, home for Atlanta, at Cleveland, home for Carolina, at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, Kansas City at home, Cleveland at home, at Tampa, at New England. Uh, the Bills on Monday Night Football on January 2nd, and then they end the season with the Baltimore Ravens. So both teams, I think, will, um, you know, be in the playoff discussion. Uh, I don't know as if they'll make it. I picked Miami. I didn't pick Cincinnati based on a Super Bowl hangover because that happens. Um, but we'll see, you know. And I think more importantly than where they're going and what the state of football is and all that is Tua and his health. And I really, really hope that everybody gets their crap together because that was an ugly, ugly look for the Dolphins 
and the NFL. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter episode. Thanks for listening. Please download, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, MyHotTub.com, Carvel of North Syracuse, and our terrific friends at Bowers & Company CPAs. Do want to throw a quick tip of the cap. Thank you to the friends of the ML Sports Platter as well. The Swan and Whitaker family, the Alonzo family, Daryl Aber and Bob Lindsley. And oh, by the way, thank you to Burton Ace Hardware. Make sure you stop by Burton Ace Hardware, Route 11, in front of the Burton Bridge in, in Burton. If you're in and around Central New York, they have got some awesome stuff there, man. Their fall displays are up. You can grab uh, patio sets late in the summer. You can grab some early things for fall and winter. They have grills still, uh, pizza ovens, you name it. They've got it. Shovels and rakes, birdseed mums, and everything in between at Burton Ace Hardware. The helpful place, Burton Ace Hardware, is a proud ML sports platter sponsor. Thanks again for listening, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.